together growing in faith, changing communities. My dear brothers and sisters, today I would like us to reflect on the gospel of John chapter 6 from verse 24 to verse 35. And as we look at that, we will also reflect on the first reading that we just heard this morning. But let us begin with the gospel. When the people saw that Jesus was not there, when they realized that Jesus had moved, had gone, had disappeared, they themselves got into the boats and they crossed over seeking Jesus. I would like to stop over there and unpack that phrase. When they realized that something is wrong. When I realize that something is missing. When you realize that you are no longer happy. When you realize that your life is in danger. What do we do? And so the first thing that comes to mind is the acknowledgement that something is not okay. And upon realizing that something is not okay, I then make a move. I take a decision to try and sort things out as best as I can. And I love the positive approach that the disciples are doing. They are searching for Jesus. They move out of their comfort zone in order to go and search and to look for God. I want to argue, dear brothers and sisters, and I want to say 99.9%, you and I don't grow in our comfort zones. There's not much growth in our comfort zones because I'm sitting comfortably and everything seems to be smooth. Everything seems to be sailing. And the element of growth in me is never challenged. But once I go through difficulties, struggles, sufferings, temptations, hardships, then I ask myself, what else can I do in order to come out of this alive? There are a few principles that I would like to share with you. The first one is, when suffering comes our way, let us, be not, let us not be too quick to ask for solutions. When suffering comes our way, let us delay immediate gratification. And the argument for me lies in the simple lesson of life. There are certain experiences, there are certain events in our own lives that over time we mature, we get better at understanding them and at understanding 
ourselves. The more you battle with the problem, the more you sit with the issue, the more you pray about it, the more you come closer to God, the more wiser you become, the more gentler you become, and you realize things about yourself and things about life in general. So the first principle, do not be too quick to ask for an immediate gratification. Learn to sit with the problem. Learn to sit with the issue. The second principle that I also find absolutely interesting, do not shy away from difficult situations. Allow the difficulties of life to nudge us, to push us into our finality, into our goal, into our calling. I argue, dear brothers and sisters, and I say, there are things and events in our lives that God allows in order for us to grow in order for us to become better, in order for us to reach our destination. The third principle that I also find absolutely interesting as they go seeking for God. The knowledge of what is it that I want. They are searching for Jesus. They are searching for comfort. They are searching for a miracle. They are searching for closure. What are you looking for? What are you searching for? What does your family need? Lord, I stand before you. What do you want? It's three people who go and they stand in front of God. The first one, what do you want? Lord, give me wealth. The second one, Lord, what do you want? Lord, grant me wisdom. The third one, what do you want? Lord, I'm just accompanying this too. What do I want? My dear brothers and sisters, you have come to this mess. I hope you didn't come here because it's a Sunday obligation. I hope you came because you're carrying certain things. I hope you came because you're asking for certain things. I hope you came because you want to offer thanks to God. What do you want? What is it that you want the Lord to do for you? Go to the Gospels and you hear this more often than once. What must I do for you? And Bartimaeus in Mark says, Lord, that I may see again. Lord, that my son may be well again. Lord, that my daughter may come back to life. What are you searching for? The last point that I want to talk about I found in the first reading. The people are complaining against Moses and Aaron. And they say to Moses and Aaron, should you not have left us in Egypt where there were flesh pots 
We were satisfied. Rather than for you to have taken us here into the wilderness and to die. The danger in there, my dear brothers and sisters, lies in the complaint that they make. Because it, it seems to me to be a human inclination to always find something to complain about in life. When things are not going well, when things are not going according to our plans, I will either complain to God or I will complain about the situation or I will complain about something else. Which is a total difference to what we find in the gospel. In the gospel, something is wrong, but they act in a proactive manner, in a positive manner. In the first reading, something is wrong. Instead of saying, what must I do? They find something to complain about. They find someone to blame. Between these two groups of people, which one do I tend to belong to? Am I the one who takes ownership? Am I the one who takes responsibility? Am I the one who looks at the positive side of things? Or am I the one who tends to blame anything and everyone except myself? The second danger that I also find in the first reading is to live in a lie of good old days. It seems that we have a, a romantic or romanticized nostalgic memory of the past. But if we go to the truth, the past was not as great as we remember. Because if it was great, we will not have complained in the past. What is it that the Lord is inviting us to do? To take responsibility? To become aware of what's going on? But to know what we need. But above all, he promises that he will offer that which we need. He will give us himself the bread of life. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us. To protect, to bless and to guide us. The Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.